Hello, friend, and welcome to Daily Treasure, a devotional podcast by Sharon Betters, produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. This week, our guest writer is our friend Marlis Roos, and I'm your narrator, Jane Ann Wilson. Today's devotional is Unconquered, and today's treasure is, And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Mark 2, 17 I can think of few sadder words written in English than those of William Ernest Henley, penned in the poem that another later entitled Invictus, which means unconquered in Latin. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. They are the ultimate cry of, I can do it myself. The poem and its words became popular in the early 20th century. They had a resurgence as a cry against tyranny later because Nelson Mandela recited the poem as encouragement during his 27 years of imprisonment in South Africa. Nonetheless, these words and the entire poem express unintentionally the cycle of rebellion and consequence resulting from the fall. We think we know better than, or at least as much as, God and don't really need Him. We can do it ourselves. The truth is, we can't. Thinking we can is arrogance and pride, what many call the original sin. It's a false faith or hope. The illusion that we are competent to run our own lives achieve our own sense of self-worth, and find a purpose big enough to give us meaning in life without God. Although the Pharisees Jesus addressed in today's verse seemed to have a robust faith in God, Jesus knew they were trying to do it themselves. They thought they could work their way into God's favor and heaven on their own. In fact, Their religion was no different than all other religions save Christianity because all are dependent on works, on doing it yourself. Christianity alone depends upon the work of God alone through Christ. From Cain to the patriarchs, to the Israelites and their tumultuous history, we see the desire to do it myself throughout the Old Testament. God disclosed to those mentioned their dependence on Him sometimes through circumstances and sometimes through prophets. So, like the vineyard owner in Christ's parable in Matthew 21, Mark 12, and Luke 20, God sent His Son to address His people in person. And now, even though we as God's people understand the message and that the consequences have been paid for through the cross, we still live in a do-it-yourself fallen world. So we wrestle between trusting in God and trusting in some other, Romans 7, 14-23. But God, in His grace, provides encouragement in innumerable ways, praying for us Himself, Romans 8, 26 and 34, giving us the Holy Spirit, John 14, 26, giving community with other believers and strugglers, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4, showing himself through nature, Romans 1.20, and, of course, speaking through his word, 2 Timothy 3.16. Throughout Scripture, God not only directly addresses our struggle, but he also has provided examples of how those who have gone before us handled the struggle. Compare the words of Invictus 
to these words of the prophet Jeremiah, who in the midst of his lament held to the one true source of hope. Remember my affliction and my wanderings, the wormwood and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Lamentations 3, 19-24 Which poet truly was unconquered? O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Be thou our guide while life shall last and our eternal home. Amen. Friends, thanks so much for joining us for week one of our What She Said series with our guest writer, Marlis Roos, and our narrator, Jane Ann Wilson. We are so grateful for those who invest in Daily Treasure and in this platform for offering the help and hope of Jesus to equip us to walk by faith and to enable us to walk with others who might be struggling. After the death of our son, Mark, I wrote a book called Treasures of Encouragement. And in it, I talk about how God used his people to be promise keepers to me and to our family in our own grief journey. And this book has been used by many people across the country, across the world even, for small group Bible studies as well as individual studies. So I hope you'll check it out. You can go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you'll find lots of free resources that complement the study. The publisher released a 25th anniversary edition last year. And so it's quite exciting to think this book written so many years ago is still touching hearts and touching lives for Jesus. So go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you can learn more about the book, about the leader's guide and videos of encouragement stories and other resources to complement your study of biblical encouragement. I'm Sharon Betters and I pray that as you walk by faith today, you will offer the treasures of encouragement to those who cross your path.